Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, welcome into the All Ball Pod. I'm Doug Gottlieb, and thanks so much for uh, making this part of your rotation, your cue, as the kids like to say. It's really weird, right? That cue, the cue, the line, something that's used in Europe that we've never used before. We only use now because of uh, podcasts. That's really, I don't know, it's odd to me. Um, there's a lot to discuss in the world of basketball. I kind of think, I kind of think, um, that uh, the most interesting is the uh, upcoming NBA season. Rick Bucher is going to be our guest in in a moment, and uh, I'm fired up to talk about the Celtics, the Lakers, the Warriors, the Jimmy Butler, and uh, frankly, a team like the Spurs who have been impervious to some so much of this kind of nonsense around the league, and now all of a sudden they're very, very much pervious. Um, We'll we'll talk with with Rick Buecher from Bleacher Report momentarily. Let me. I, I started last week telling you, I thought that the Celtics were not only the class of the East, but as many people have come around, I, I think they're sitting there right. You know, they're like stock horse with the Golden State Warriors. And while we have expectations for the Warriors to be better than ever, because, well, 
Kevin Durant should be um, kind of in, uh, what is it, what, w- what was the, I'm trying to think what the nickname that he didn't like was, which was, it wasn't like Silent Assassin, it was, uh, oh, I'll, I'll think of it in a second, uh, a Slim Reaper, that's what it was, Slim Reaper. Well, he didn't love the Slim Reaper idea, now suddenly he's kind of taken on that whole mantra. It's really interesting to see on, you know, he's, I'm going to be who I want to be, I'm going to be who I'm real, how I'm real. That that part is fascinating to me because I do think this is a year in which Kevin Durant wants to make a point that he's the best player in the league. Last year he tried to show, at least in the first quarter of the year, that he could be a dominant defensive player, and, and that showed up as well in the playoffs. He didn't play a ton of defense late in the regular season. The team didn't seem motivated. But I feel like this is a year in which the Warriors maybe aren't as good in terms of their collective pieces early on because they're not going to have DeMarcus Cousins. And even when they get DeMarcus Cousins, that changes who they are and how they play. But I think that Durant may make up for that because I kind of feel like he's going for the scoring title, kind of feel like he's going for the MVP, kind of feel like he's going to show people in his own mind and, frankly, in my mind, that he's the best player in the league. Now, that'll, that'll, that'll strike LeBron lovers as, well, you're a hater, and I, just, I, dis- I despise that. I think LeBron's really good. And I think that he's, he's figured out kind of his own version of old man game, right? His jump shot's better than it's ever been. He takes more plays off defensively than he ever has. N- and now he's playing for mismatches where I think he'll play some center. I said this when the deal was made that he was coming to the Lakers. Look at the team they're putting together. They don't have a backup five. And it's really smart to play LeBron as your small ball five, one, because he's awesome. And by some people's estimation, the best player in the league. But more than anything, that, that creates – a mismatch, which is, you know, like Draymond Green on his own is not a top 20 player in the NBA. Play him at center where he can hold his own and nobody scores with their back to the basket, and he can also switch and guard so many positions, and he is invaluable to the, what the Warriors do. But if you say Draymond Green or LeBron James, go back and watch the NBA Finals. Like, LeBron didn't have to guard anybody because he was guarding Draymond. Like, those are converted power forwards or small forwards made into centers are guys that can shoot well enough to keep the center occupied, but they're not good enough shooters to be starting in a small forward. They're not good enough ball. Something's missing that they can't play their natural position size-wise. Sometimes it's girth. Sometimes it's skill. Sometimes it's athleticism, whatever it is. LeBron is missing none of those. Maybe a little bit of the explosiveness that he had going back five, ten years ago. He wouldn't lose explosiveness as much as he's played. But I think it's genius to play him as your backup small ball five. It is. And you tell me he's not a better option than JaVale? He's not a better option than Beasley? Of course he is. Uh, the Lakers are fascinating because LeBron's there. He's only seen success in the playoffs since, really, he got to Miami. Uh, whatever level of success he should have achieved, getting to the NBA Finals that many years in a row is magnificent. And this is a completely different a uh, completely different level of competition. Uh, th- think about it. Not only do you have the Warriors, uh, you have the Rockets, who I don't think are as good as last year, but they're still very, very good. And Oklahoma City, who um, I thought coming into the year, coming into the year, would be the number two team in the West. The problem is now you have Russell Westbrook, uh, who's not quite healthy, and Andre Robertson, who's gone through a setback, and he's going to be out for a couple months. And so. Th- Though the, I, I like the collective pieces better than the collective pieces and the continuity of last year better than last year. Um, the, the whole hope was that you had Robertson coming in, who's a selfless player, 
Honestly, it's four on five on offense, but it feels like five and a half on five on defense. He's that good and that versatile. So uh, you take away Mello, who is a nothing defensively and a ball stopper offensively. I, I just liked how the whole thing came together. But on second thought, the Thunder are behind the Rockets because of injuries, and I'm not sure Grant is nearly the small – like their small ball five is Grant, right? There's the, that's the perfect example for why LeBron's a great small ball five is that – uh, if Grant's your small ball five or LeBron's a small ball five, who has the advantage? That'd be advantage LeBron. So even though Oklahoma City might not be as good as I would have thought, and Houston not as good as they were last year, those teams are way better than the collective group that was in the East last year. Remember, Boston didn't have their top two players. Toronto couldn't get over LeBron. So those are your top three. And then kind of go through the list of the other teams. Portland might take a step back, but that's still a dangerous team with two elite guards. Um, I think Dallas is going to be a lot better. They tried to be bad last year to accomplish that goal. But Luka Doncic is ready to play. If you haven't seen him in the preseason, he's bigger than you thought. He, he might be a little bit heavier and thicker than you thought. But you add him to Dennis Smith and Harrison Barnes and the rest of the Mavs, and you bring Dirk off the bench, and that's a pretty good team. Memphis is way better than they. They tried to be. As soon as Mike Conley got hurt last year, they tried to be bad. I haven't even gotten to New Orleans, who seemed to figure it out, and they got better after they got rid of DeMarcus, and they don't have DeMarcus this year. Um, Minnesota, however, they kind of reformed themselves. Utah, I mean, we kind of go into the West, and we start getting deeper and deeper. Um, no, I'm not buying into the Clippers or the Suns, who just fired their general manager as playoff teams, but if those are your also-rans, in addition to the Kings, like that's a very small list and a talented list of, rising young players for your also rants. And then we haven't talked about San Antonio, who I thought before they lost to Jante Murray should be better this year than they were last year. Not because I don't like what they had last year, but they didn't have Kawhi Leonard last year. So now you had DeMar DeRozan, you got LaMarcus Aldridge, and they turned over their roster that aged right before our eyes. And I, I thought, bef again, before Murray got hurt, they should be better. So the point about the Lakers is, you have LeBron and this idea that you can play fast and aggressive and play a deep bench and and not be a great shooting team around LeBron and still be effective. Meanwhile, he's playing against a tougher level of competition day in, day out. Um, in addition, I do think these games are bigger to everybody. In, in years past, Memphis only got him once in their building. Dallas only got him once in their building. Golden State only got him once in their building. Utah only got them once in their building. And because that has not worn off yet, because it's not normal yet, it's the new normal, every night he's going to walk into not just a normal packed LeBron house, but you're going to there's a peak to the you're going to get the best of all these teams. The, that's not every game is played at 100% when you're in the NBA. It's hard with the travel and the back-to-backs and it's an, a war of attrition. But as close to 100% as uh, in terms of effort is what you're going to get if you're the Lakers. So LeBron has made some positive pro-Lonzo quotes, but here's the truth from inside the Lakers. Nobody knows about Lonzo. The, the most important time in terms of development for a young player in the NBA is between the end of his first season and the start of his second season. A and the logic behind it is this. Um, remember, the draft is in June after the NBA Finals. And so you get done playing in college sometime in March, maybe in April. And immediately you go and leave and you start working with a trainer and you're training yourself for the combine and full workouts. 
and you prepare yourself. You get drafted at the end of June. You do the kind of whirlwind. In July, all of a sudden, you get thrown into the mix. You're playing in Summer League. And then you get done with Summer League kind of end of July, and you got like a month, and you can work on your game some, work on your body, but you got to catch your breath. And then you get ready for your first training camp, and you get beaten up, and it's just kind of learning on the fly. Well, Lonzo did all of that. He'd never really been coached. His body hadn't been worked on, and his body did break down. He only played 50-some-odd games last year. And though there were some good things defensively, instinctually, rebounding, passing basketball, obviously offensive game, he's learning on the fly, and it was a mess in terms of the shooting. And his on-ball defense wasn't good either. Now, the Lakers were really hopeful. But then when he hurt his knee and he had the setback and he had surgery, though he added size and he's got thicker and he, so the ball comes off better because he has more strength, he hadn't played. He hadn't worked on it. He had no finishing shots last year. And all of this learning on the fly is great. But when their season was over before the playoffs actually began, that would have been time in which he should have been putting in work. And so whatever LeBron's saying – terms of supporting Lonzo Ball, he has no idea because none of the Lakers have any idea. He hadn't hardly played five-on-five, five. whereas the rest of the Lakers have. And you saw how much improvement you've seen from Josh Hart and Brandon Ingram and Kyle Kuzma and some of those guys. We're going to catch up with Rick Bucher from Bleacher Report in just one moment, talk a little bit about the Lakers and what he thinks, I think, is an odd fit between LeBron and maybe a run for a championship. But before we talk to Rick Bucher, before we proceed with all ball, I want to talk to you about keeps. Maybe you've noticed you got a little less hair than you used to, but you're not sure there's a real solution. The thing is, there are two clinically proven medications that can let you keep your hair. And now they're inexpensive and easy to get. You don't need to lose your hair if you don't want to. And that's why I got to tell you about keeps. For five minutes right now and just $1 a day, you'll never have to worry about hair loss again. It really works. Keeps offers two FDA-approved hair loss products clinically proven to keep your hair. No BS, just science. Sign up in less than five minutes. Just answer a few questions, snap a couple photos. A licensed doctor remotely views your information and recommends the right treatment for you, all without ever leaving your couch, your chair. Keeps is only $10 to $35 a month. Plus, now you can get the first month for free. That's one hell of a deal just to keep your hair. To receive your first month of treatment for free, go to Keeps.com slash Doug. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Doug, D-O-U-G. That's a free month of Keeps.com slash Doug. Keeps. Hair today, hair tomorrow. Let's welcome in Rick Bucher. He's covered the league for years. He works for Bleacher Report. Uh, Buke, I kind of gave an opening glance. Let me first start with the Lakers because I don't think they're mm -hmm. great, but they're super, super interesting. Um, mm -hmm. What's your thoughts as we get ready? We're you know, a couple days away from the season. They are interesting, and they have a multitude of pieces, but I don't know what the plan is. You've got some really young talent that wants to prove itself, and Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball, as you mentioned, guys that, and Kyle Kuzma, all guys that want to prove that they belong in this league and that they can be real players in it. And then you have this old guard of Lance Stevenson and Rajon Rondo and Beasley and these guys want to prove that they still belong in the league, that they deserve to be here. But I go back to the number one thing for me is why is LeBron James in L.A.? That is the number, the first and foremost, the number one thing. Because the one thing we've seen is you can take all these disparate parts and we can say that they don't really fit and they don't really fit LeBron and the past teams that he's had. But as we know, he has a remarkable ability to pull disparate pieces together and make them very competitive. But that has been in the past when he was playing for a championship. I don't know that that's – I don't know what his motivation is 
for L.A. Everything that I've seen to date says it's to create his post-playing career, to get on with his foray into Hollywood. Dwayne Wade essentially said that to me in a conversation we had uh, a couple months ago down in Orlando. So that, that above all, anything else, if LeBron is fully committed to making this a championship contending team, then they have a chance to be competitive. If not, then I just don't see how this thing comes together. What I've heard is in their practices, uh, it's at a much higher level. The level of competitiveness uh, is mm -hmm. remarkable in comparison to last year, which is interesting because one of the key criticisms, and you know it, and I think most people who really know the NBA know it, but fans maybe don't, is he didn't really practice. He wasn't really – he was invested in the team in the games – but in terms of the practices, it was it was it was maybe a, a little bit below him because you also had older players and he just kind of knew what he had to do when he had to do it. Um, that hasn't been the case here. He has invested in the team process, but I I think it's interesting. I think L.A. is one of these places, and I know for people who don't know, Buke lives in Northern California. He spent a lot of time in Southern California, but people seem to think they know what California is like. It's a lot like New York, where until you're there, the the there's a little bit of a grind to it. There's a super high expectations of it. So even if his thought is, hey, I'm going to take a chance in a year or two at winning another championship, meanwhile set myself up for the rest of my life, this is where I want to live, this is where I want to be, the city's expectations are different. His own expectation of, hey, I can handle maybe not competing for a championship for a year, everyone says that. But, you know, just it's just like he thinks he can play without the basketball. Everyone says that. But his default has always been, I want to win a championship. His default has always been, give me the ball, space everybody out, and I'll make a play. And I just right. I wonder how long the Lakers last before we go back to the LeBron James default. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, and that's, that, that's the huge question. I don't know. Uh, and that's what I'm waiting to find out. And I, But the, the indications, look, I've said it. If this – LeBron James was willing to play the role that Kobe played on the 2008 U.S. national team, where he comes in and says, I'm not going to worry about offense. Defensively, I'm going to set the tone. Because let's face it, with this crew, that's what has to be brought to order. Who's going to defend? How hard are they going to defend? How hard is everybody going to focus on defending? LeBron could make a huge statement in doing that. It's, but it would be the exact opposite of what he's done the last few years, which is I am, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to handle everything offensively. I'm going to make sure we get to where we need to be offensively, and I'm going to need you guys to pick me up defensively because I'm not going to ex uh, expend a whole lot of energy at that end of the floor. See, I, is I he willing to do that? I don't know if I don't know if that's uh, look. I think this can be a really good defense. Look, if if Rondo's their starting point guard, he's not what he mm -hmm. used to be defensively, but he's a lot better than Kyrie or he's had uh, during his Cleveland days. Fair? Uh, sure, sure. I, I know a lot of it's reputation wise, but that's but that's but that's that's one guy. That's okay, one hold on, hold on. I, mean, I I, I believe that Josh Hart will end up being the starting two guard at some point this season. Okay. Um, okay. Josh Hart is strong as an ox, and though he's not a freak athlete, I, I think that he could be a very, very good defender. And I think the idea is they think if they can get Brandon Ingram to play hard because he's so long and rangy, he's versatile, 
Like you're throwing out four, you know, you're throwing out four pretty good. De- if Le- LeBron doesn't have to be the best defense player on the floor anymore, instead it's a collective group of defenders. I think that's no, what no, they're no, trying no. to. Con- yeah, I, look, I, I, I don't say he's got to be everything defensively, but he has to set a tone there. He has to demonstrate that that's an important end of the floor to him. Not, it's got to be important to everybody else, and I'm going to do what I do offensively. It's this is how we need to approach things, and maybe, maybe that's being delivered in practice. I just, I need to see that because I right. haven't seen that attention by LeBron in the last few years. All right, let's get let's get to a couple other things that are interesting. The Spurs lose Dejounte Murray. And I yeah. didn't think the Spurs were going to win the title, but I thought they'd be better than they were last year. Kind of surprising last year, considering they didn't have Kawhi Leonard. You have, yep. and it's it's you got Demar the whole season. You get Lamarcus Aldridge. So what do you do now if you're the Spurs, where you're still going to be decent, but you lose your starting point guard, who very not very good offensively, but very good defensively. Yeah, it's look. It's not a good thing. I I'm not a big believer i wasn't a big believer in dejounte murray uh i I, any point guard who at this stage i mean the way the game is played i kind of had this this conversation with ryan hollins uh a couple a couple days ago about give me a two guard at the way the game's played so heavy pick and roll give me a two guard who can shoot and handle or you know essentially if he's a two guard who can shoot who can handle and I'll take that over a point guard who can see the floor <laughs> but can't shoot <laughs> because of the way the game is played right now. And so I, I, I just I believe that because of the way the Spurs execute and play on a night-in and night-out basis, they have, even without Murray, they have enough talent to compete and be a playoff team in the West. Now, they're not going to be more than that. They're not going to be anything more than they were last year. But they have enough, just because they execute on a night-in and night-out basis, they have enough to win 47, 48, 50 wins and, and get into the playoffs. I don't expect uh, much more than that. My big question after being down there, and I was just down there a couple of days ago, is Greg Popovich looks as beaten as I've ever seen him. Now, he's not, you know, he's never been a matineeite, but... He just looks like he has been dragged through the mud, and this is preseason, and I can't help why, feel why, that. Why is it? I mean, like I know his 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 wife died. This is going back to last yeah. year. Yeah, I and don't think he's, all I don't, honestly. Yeah, I don't think he's recovered from that. I just yeah. I, well, and then and then all so and then all his like lifer spurs are gone too, right? Like he's coaching guys yeah. that aren't really his guys. Exactly. Like, this and is that's a weird the other thing. Like, yeah. I walk into that locker room, and I look around, and I just, I'm just i looking at the names over the locker. And I hadn't been in there in a while, and I'm like, wow, this is, this is, <laughs> this is so unlike any Spurs locker room I've ever walked into. Uh, okay, let's, let's go through a couple. Ryan McDonough gets fired like a week before the season. I, I'm not saying yeah. his moves deser- m- m- allowed him to, to earn a contract extension, but like a week before the season, something had to happen. Yeah, something had, but it doesn't. It doesn't take much, and I don't know. I don't know exactly what happened. I haven't heard yet, but it doesn't have to be anything significant when it comes to Robert Sarver. He is as much of a wild card a, 
as any owner you can possibly imagine. So I have not heard definitively what it is. I'm hoping that I'm going to find out in the next couple of days. But ultimately, it, it's it's a, his decision making. Trying to explain it, trying to get a rationale for it. The, the other part for me is. I'm looking at Elton Brand hired by Philadelphia. James Jones looks like he's going to get the job, at least on an interim basis with the Phoenix Suns. Um, So I guess experience really isn't a factor. And the whole we're going to go hire guys from MIT and analytics teams, is, I guess that's gone by the boards too. (laughs) You tell me, uh, Doug, (laughs) what we have, these are billion-dollar businesses now billion dollar businesses and we're hiring people to run them on basketball operations and now with gms they have to handle media and the business side they have to do all that we're hiring guys who have virtually no experience doing anything remotely close to the job this is this really is i'm not gonna playing field I, I I agree. Now it's their money. It's their toy. They're allowed to play with it however they'd like, right? Sure. Um, sure. And I would I would defend Elton Brand only in this sense. I've heard the exact same thing. I've also heard like, hey, look, um, uh, it's a he's a little bit of a figurehead, and he does yeah. have some experience from the from the from the G League thing, you know. Like, look, I I think here's the deal. Um, I don't. You're it not doesn't defending th- that. Doug, you're not no, 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 no. I, I, I look at it differently. Like, yes, they, none of, these guys can't come up with new ideas. I think here's what's fascinating. Um, Kyrie commits to staying in Boston. I think he, he figured out, and I, I had heard when I was there this summer that he loved their culture. That he felt like, mm-hmm. I, I, look, I play for, and they were like, look, we've got the best coach. We got a brand new facility. We've gotten rid of the doctors that didn't, that Isaiah Thomas thought ruined his career. Like, we got, we'll get you the best medical attention. And, oh, yeah, by the way, like, Danny Ainge gets over on all these mooks, right? Like, he just keeps killing these guys. And that's my fear right. for the, the 76ers is the, the 76ers hiring a guy who is, you know, is, is not ready for this. And right. they, there's still another step that's needed there, right? They're just yes. – they're, they're, yes. like, they're not there. Anybody who thinks they're there, they're not, they're not there. They're not, they were no. ahead, of, ahead of schedule. And one or two bad moves. Even experienced guys make questionable moves. Look at Oklahoma City. Yep. You got one of the most respected guys in the game. You look back yep. and you try and explain away the James Harden thing, but it was a mistake. Um, I, I, you know, even if the owners wanted it, it was it was a mistake. The the point right. is that that's the fascinating part because there's some good pieces in Phoenix. There's some great pieces in Philadelphia, and you have guys that don't have a ton of experience. And based upon image and relationships and how they look in front of a camera. Uh, got a job, and and what happens with those assets is going to be fascinating. Well, the thing with Phoenix is just weird because you hired a guy who everybody that I talk to lauds Igor Kokoskov and and what he can be as a head coach. You've now fired the guy who hired him, and that makes for an awkward, always makes for an awkward situation. I don't know that James Jones is going to come in, and if he holds the job, he's going to want his own guy. That said, if Kevin McHale is as rumored as a long-term solution, uh, is he is he going to roll with with Igor? It just it's 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 weird. And doing it eight days before the season makes you look like you don't know what you're doing. But to your point, the hiring of Elton makes actually less sense than this because 
as you noted, there's some people around the league who feel Philadelphia took a step back this, this, this offseason. Nonetheless, they do have one more step to take, and it is one of the most difficult to take mm-hmm. and really take somebody who is true about that last step, who understands how not to overreach and yet to find the last few pieces that are going to bring this thing together and make them a bona fide title contender. Why you would put that in the hands of a neophyte is beyond me. You're right at the last step, at the precipice of really coming home. And again, I'm laughing. You said that they're ahead of schedule. They lost for four freaking years. <laughs> the sacrifice that they made to put these pieces together it's, uh, I mean, we're now on the, what, six, seven-year plan? And, yep. and, now, and now you're right at, that, at the crux of I know, making I know, it I know. happen, and you and hand it to a guy who's never done it before. Okay, I, I, I got like two minutes for you. Um, mm-hmm. Golden State, I think this is yeah. the year Kevin Durant tries to show everybody he's the best player in the league. But, but I still think it's a weird season because they don't have DeMarcus, and when they do get DeMarcus um, – yeah. He, he, they're going to be different because if you play them, you got to play big, and that's not who they are. No, there's no question. And you're going to have to do that with the la- in the last couple months of the season where are we trying to get together the Hampton Five and how we play small ball, or are we just put that to the side and figure out how we're going to accommodate uh, DeMarcus? It's going, to, it's going to be a really tricky challenge for them in terms of what they want to get going. Is DeMarcus going to be happy if they're just playing small ball and they call on him here here and there, or he's, he's in the Zaza Pachulia of we play you the first six minutes of the game and the first six minutes of the second half, and otherwise we'll call you if we need, if we need you. I don't know that, that that works. But above and beyond all of that, the health of Draymond Green is, for me, the number one thing to observe. He obviously is having some knee issues right now, I've heard that he also has some hip problems. His deal is up. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to go through the Isaiah Thomas thing, um, or it's actually he is in the high, Isaiah Thomas position of doesn't want to get surgery, doesn't want to take time off, wants to see if he can battle through it and, and get a new deal before he has to take care of it. Uh, we'll see where that goes. But if they don't have a Draymond Green, a fully capable Draymond Green, I don't care what Demarcus Cousins is, they ain't winning another championship. And remember, the shoulder was what supposedly was bothering him last year in the playoffs, and he couldn't make a yep. shot, and they still won it in spite yep. of that. It's going to be interesting. Follow Rick Buecher on Twitter. Download his podcast, which is an awesome one. Buke, thanks so much for joining us. Look forward to touching base at some of these games and through the, through the all-ball pod in the future. Sounds good. You got it, Doug. What a great conversation with Rick Buecher. I, I want to give you my thoughts on the Jimmy Butler situation in the Twin Cities. But before I do so, let me talk to you about Quip. One of the most important things we do for our health every day is brush your teeth. Yet most of us don't do it properly. That's why you need Quip. Q-U-I-P is better electric toothbrush created by dentists and designers. Quip was designed to make brushing your teeth simple, affordable, and even enjoyable. It's got sensitive sonic vibrations, gentle enough for your sensitive gums. Got the built-in two-minute timer pulses every 30 seconds to remind you to switch sides. And maybe most importantly, it's got brush heads that are automatically delivered every three months for just $5. I love Quip because it's easy, it's smart, and makes my teeth shiny. 
Quip starts at just $25 if you go to getquip.com slash Doug, D-O-U-G, right now. You get your first refill pack for free with a Quip Q-U-I-P electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Doug. It reminds me a little bit of War of the Roses. Remember that? Kathleen Douglas, uh, no, Kathleen Turner and Michael Douglas, Danny DeVito's the lawyer. They tried to split up the house by putting like a line down the middle. Yeah, th- th- this doesn't work. What's going to be fascinating to see is who does invest in Jimmy Butler's future. First, there's just the reality of Jimmy Butler's a really well-regarded player. But is he your best player? No. No, not to win a championship. Is he your second best player? No. no. Like, you need him to feel like he's your second best player, but in reality be your third best player. And, you know, the, the idea that his mentality struggles to get along with some of the guys in the Timberwolves, like, I don't know. I, I just, you've already been through two franchises, and I don't know how many will be open to him. I guess the Brooklyn Nets will. I would guess the New York Knicks will. But the Knicks have said we're not willing to part with our assets in order to trade for anybody right now. Now, again, that's everybody saying it. People say a lot of things and they do something else. But they parted ways with with, uh, assets to get Carmelo Anthony and could have gotten him in free agency. They're not going to make that same mistake again. I I guess the issue with Jimmy Butler becomes what if they send him to Sacramento? Like, you know what? You want to make us look bad? At practice, fine, we'll send you to basketball Siberia. See how that works out for you. We're going to send you to Miami. And I think, and part of this is being angry. And anger can provide a great amount of motivation. He can be angry by the fact that he thought a deal was imminent with the Miami Heat. Who wouldn't want to live in Miami? Play for Eric Spolstra and Pat Riley. They've won championships there with Shaq. And with LeBron and D-Wade, and I could come in and I could be the next guy, and you live on South Beach. And then all of a sudden, like, no, we don't have the deal. And it's because Minnesota couldn't agree to terms. You're mad. You go to practice. You take out uh, that anger on the other team. But when you say things now, maybe Minnesota does the deal anyway. Maybe they do. Or maybe they go, F you, Jimmy Butler. Right? We're going to do you a favor, trade the Miami Heat, make your life better. Why? You made our lives worse. You, you've you've hurt your you've undercut our value for you. Maybe you sit there for a couple of weeks, sit on ice, see how that, see how you like that. And as much as you could say, well, you shouldn't. If you're a team, you shouldn't be vengeful. If I'm the my as as much as we think the Minnesota Timberwolves have no leverage, they still have the asset, and a lot of dealing. Jimmy Butler is not just Jimmy Butler, but they don't want any bad contracts in return. And this could help them because they're not motivated to help him get to somewhere. I'm not going to take a bad contract just to get you off my books. You're already treating us like crap. It's going to be amazing. NBA never lets us down. And then you have college basketball, all of the whistleblowing, all of the discussion with um, the Adidas runners and Christian Dawkins. Now, look, I, I agree with uh, Dan Dockich and his tweet that Coach K and Roy Williams and these these guys that are two of the preem- preeminent and premier coaches that aren't accused of cheating, 
should get out ahead of it and say, like, look, we, we don't want these unsavory types. We don't want these people around college basketball, and this is how it works. And But, um, look, my feeling is there's always been in basketball somewhere between 5 and 15% of AAU players like this, college players like this, where they're looking for a handout. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.